Welcome to the Companion Chapel Everyday Bible Study Podcast. My name is Mike, coming to you from the Great Lakes area of beautiful Ontario, Canada on this gorgeous Tuesday, May 4th, day 221. Coming right up, Revelation chapter 16. We're talking about the vials today, the vials that go with the seals and the trumps. Don't you dare miss it. All anxieties and uncertainties stop where biblical literacy starts. The Companion Chapel Podcast makes the Bible easy to understand and enjoyable to follow along. First, please consider your part in the many-membered body of Christ. This is your church. Help glorify, magnify, and broadcast God's saving word. My part is creating this Bible teaching media. Your part consists of getting involved in the church administration with your time or money contributions, managing, marketing, advertising, building a functioning website, whatever God-given talent you have, God expects you to use it in the many-membered body of Christ. Companion Chapel is a registered nonprofit. Give it up for God at companionchapel.com, Visa, MasterCard, PayPal, or e-transfer to email address companionchapel at gmail.com or send a check or money order to the Companion Chapel community that you can be part of located right here. Companion Chapel is located at number 338, side row 28-29, Paisley on Ontario, Canada. It is gorgeous here. Come on out, throw on a mask. COVID-19, wash your hands and put on a mask. It's no big deal. Come on out, come talk to me. It's just me and my little doggy here on this gorgeous piece of property right on the Saugeen River. Make a little community here. It's an abandoned looking house. Help me fix it up. It's for the church. Obviously, there's nothing that I want for myself. It's just all about broadcasting, glorifying, and magnifying God's precious word, planting the seeds of truth, throughout the world, and that's our mission. Okay, 16 verse 1 of the great book of Revelation. Here comes the seals, and watch how simple this is. As we translate within the Bible, we use the glossary that's found within the Bible. Now the glossary is locked. It's locked up with the key of David, but our Lord Jesus Christ has those keys. And I can tell you something. He gave those keys to me, the key of David. The key of David, the structural fabric of the key of David is made up of the threads that run through the Bible. And give it up for God, and you can have the key of David too. And it's my job to share it with you. Here we go. Revelation chapter 16 and verse 1. And I heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels, Go your ways and pour out the vials of the wrath of God upon the earth. Okay, so, you know, this isn't a chronological book. Like John has got to see a scene here and a scene there and a scene there. But we have timestamp verses in the book to let us know how to put the chronologically together. And the seals, the trumps, and the vials are exactly the same. And they run concurrent. And now we're going to have a look at the vials. And let's watch this. Watch. Verse 2. And the first went and poured out his vial upon the earth. And there fell a, a grease or noisome grease of grievous sore upon the man, upon mankind, which had the mark of the beast, and upon them which worshipped the image. This is something. Sounds revolting, and it is. This word sore in the manuscripts means something that is burning you up inside. It actually means the word ulcer. And the noisome, and the noisome means bad, unpleasant, revolting scandals. What we're talking about here is this goes with the first seal and the first trump. It's to feel sick about what is going on on our planet right now. To feel sick about all the corruption and human suffering from the deceptive, predictive, distinctive characteristics of human activity. The first seal, trump, and vial are directed to us as individuals. 
The great deception is the first seal, trump, and vial. The great deception of the human ego. Self-pride is the cause of humans to have a detached concern for each other and the planet we live on. For almost everybody, what you believe in, and don't say you're not religious because everybody has a core set of beliefs. That is your religion. Everybody believes in something. But people's core set of beliefs take a backseat to personal convenience. Example, let's just use an example here. You want to buy a diamond ring for your girl. That sounds nice. Then you have, then people generally take no regard that another human being somewhere far away is being used as a forced laborer living in grinding poverty so you can have that diamond and a middleman can get rich. In other words, your actions have consequences in God's eyes. There's nothing hid that shall not be revealed to God. He knows your thoughts and intents in real time. God is testing us to see who we really are. Do not be deceived is the thread that runs through the Bible, a divine thread. Do not be deceived over and over and over again. Our Lord Jesus Christ's first warning to us in Mark 13, Matthew 24, where he tells us all things, the seals, the trumps, the vials. Number one, do not be deceived. God is testing to see who we really are. Selfless, selfless like our Lord Jesus Christ, or selfish. Always remember, God's ways of gain are by giving. Satan's ways of gain are by taking. Selfishness, what is that? Selfishness is covetousness. Covetousness and selfishness is possessiveness. It's feeling entitled over others. Who God gives much to, he expects much in return. Most people with much just want more. They worship themselves and the things around them that they are possessive over. There's your first seal or your first file, which is the same as the first trump, which is the same as the first seal. Always remember, the seals are the source of the great tribulation. The trumps are the actions of the great tribulation. And the vials are the results of the great tribulation. This is what happens to people. They get noisome and grief from sores. And we just explained that. Let's go to number two. Verse three. And the second angel poured out his vial upon the sea, and it became as the blood of a dead man. And every living soul died in the sea. What are we talking about here? Verse 2, or vial 2. We know that the second seal and the second trump are wars and rumors of wars. But here we're talking about blood. Their life force in regards to eternal life is dead. Referring to the manner, um, let's see, referring to the manner of mankind governing themselves. This is how this pulls together is wars and rumors of wars. The second vial refers to how mankind governs themselves in day-to-day -day problems, day-to-day -day issues, troubles, conflicts. The second vial reveals results of the source and action of the second seal in Trump. This reveals results of those things, spiritual death we're talking here. That's the results of the second trump and the second vial, or the second seal, the second vial represents wars and rumors of wars, spiritual death. Now we're going to talk more about this blood thing in it. We have the, more blood in the, in the third angel. Verse 4, And the third angel poured out his vial upon the rivers and fountains of waters, and they became blood. And I heard the angel of the waters say, Thou art righteous, O Lord, which art, and which was and shall be, because thou hast judged thus. 
for they have shed the blood of saints and prophets, and thou hast given them blood to drink, for they are worthy. And I heard another out of the altar say, Even so, Lord God Almighty, true and righteous are thy judgments. What's he judging here? He's judging the worldwide economy. That's the third thing, the famine, that the worldwide economy, money being the root of all evil. Let's go to Proverbs uh, verse, uh, chapter 28. Hopefully I can find this quickly. Proverbs 28, and I believe it's verse, I forget, verse 17. What are we talking about blood here? Remember, the meaning of the symbology and the interpretation of the symbology used in the Bible is found within the glossary that lies within the Bible. The glossary of the written word is found in the divine threads that run through the Bible. Now the glossary is locked with the key of David, but these divine threads reflect the only consistent thought pattern known to mankind. The divine written word is the unchanging principle, reason, resolve of a higher power written in the councils of eternity. Our Lord Jesus Christ holds the key of David as it's written. We, we talked about this in uh, chapter 4 or chapter 3 of the Bible here, of book of Revelation. He's the holder of the key of David. The divine interpretive threads that run through the Bible make up the structural fabric of the key of David. Our Lord Jesus Christ will literally give you gifts to whomsoever will wants a copy of this. So that's how we translate within the Bible. Now go with me to Psalms or Proverbs chapter 28 and you're going to see around verse 17 there that we're going to translate what all this blood means. Remember before I find this we can go to uh, the book of uh, Genesis where when Cain offed his brother Abel and Abel's blood cried out from the ground. His life force Doing violence to somebody else's life force. God hates he put a curse on Cain. Now in, in the Proverbs chapter 28, verse 17, a man that doeth violence to the blood, that's your life force, of any person shall flee to the pit. Let no man stay him. Let no man lay hold of him. He is his own tormentor and he's his own executioner. He has to account for that. To do violence to the life force of anybody, including through oppression. Oppression via greed, gluttony. All your actions have consequences. Just remember that. Just be really careful when people think, I'm not a murderer. I didn't, I'm not part of this uh, image of the beast and I don't have the mark of the beast. Well, anyone who partakes in morally, socially, ethically, or spiritually corrupt behavior has the mark of the beast. And you have the blood on you. And you're going to have to account for it. The, why are the, the famine, which is the third angel, the third vial, is the worldwide economy and the famine that that causes and the blood it leaches out of people, their life force. Literally, people will work themselves to death for money or get beat down because of money somewhere on planet Earth. And God's watching. He's judging. He's almighty. He's true. He's righteous. The fourth angel poured out his vial upon the sun, and power was given unto him to scorch men with fire. And men were scorched with a great heat and blasphemed the name of God, which had power over these plagues, and they repented not to give him glory. This is a state of pestilence. Pestilence or pandemic always follows famine. And what we're talking about here is 
we translate within the Bible, the threads run through the Bible to translate this from sunup to sundown. Your daily doings scorch from sunup to sundown with bitter disillusionment. No true answers. There we have the first four vials of deception. Just what people believed in. What people believe in, their religion is just what you believe in. And you're just being deceived. Causes a noisome, grievance sore. Burns you up inside. The second vial, wars and rumors of wars, troubles how mankind governs themselves, the political systems of planet Earth. The governing systems from your kitchen table right up to the world stage. The third angel is the vial. The third vial is the famine. The famine that economy that the worldwide economy causes, the root of all evil, money. What it does to human beings. Greed, gluttony, oppression. And then the fourth vial is what follows famine is always pestilence. It's always pandemic. It's always people being scorched with bitter disillusionment. COVID-19 is making people bitterly disillusioned and people blame God. That's what they do. That's what it says here. If there was a God, he would never allow this to happen. But God told us it would happen. God's testing us to see what's inside of us. Are we going to sit there and all the things that people worship and covet and feel entitled to? God is saying, hey, these things have no value because they're hurting other people on the planet. Every time you covet something, someone there's, it, it's even Stephen. Somewhere else, it's yin-yang. Somewhere else, somebody is absorbing that. You just had to have those new clothes. Well, you don't care where they're made from. People don't care. Maybe they're made by somebody being, uh, uh, children being in labor exploitation. Human dignities, human rights means nothing as long as you can get your things. Mother Nature's rights means nothing as long as you get your paycheck. I don't care. I work at the nuclear power plant. A lot of people around here, I don't. But people around here, they don't care. They've created the most toxic, concentrated, toxic area on planet Earth. The biggest concentrated toxic area on planet Earth. It's just sitting there in those spent fuel rods in a pool. A couple hundred feet away from the biggest freshwater basin on planet Earth, Lake Huron. And they're just sitting there. What are we going to do with them? Uh, Next generation's problem. Next generation. As long as I get my paycheck, next generation's problem. You know, for for all the money they spent there, and all the money they create, they could easily be pushing solar. They could easily be pushing wind for people. No more nuclear. Who cares? So here's the money. This is what we're doing. That's what you get. Let's go to the fifth angel. Portal is vile upon the seat of the beast, and his kingdom was full of darkness. And they gnawed their tongues in pain. This is a great descriptive uh, uh, verse to tell us that the beast systems, the four empires, they implode on themselves. The worldwide economy implodes on people's belief system. It's a great deception and, and the, it causes famine. The four empires destroy each other. We're talking uh, worldwide religion, mainstream religion, what people believe in. Worldwide political systems. The worldwide economy causing the famines and a worldwide pestilence. And the pestilence is part is the global media. Just brainwashing us, social engineering us to think that, okay, we have a pandemic here, you can't wear a mask. Well, let's let's make sure that you get it. Make let's make sure that these big pharmacies make like billions, like fifty billion dollars Pfizer made last year in two twenty. Just make sure they're 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 stronger. You know what? A healthy population doesn't make money. Just think about that. Pestilence. 
Pestilence makes huge money. Pandemics make huge money. They don't care about the individual. What we do if you run a store, run a business, and it's gone under because of COVID-19? They don't care. They have $56 billion. The richest people just keep getting richer. They don't care that your little store or your little business or your little life is falling apart because you know you think money is so important. God tells us all things. He told us to get ready for all this stuff. It's happening right now. He warned us. Christ told us all things. This is what Satan's going to do, and he's doing it. God allows it. God says, here, Satan, you want to do this stuff? Go for it. I'm just testing these people to see who they're going to love, me or you. And verse 11, and blaspheme the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores and repented not of their deeds. Of course they blame God. Of course people question God. You know, God has nothing to prove to you. You have everything to prove to God. You cannot violate the principles, principles of God without consequence. You can't continue living like this, God's saying. When are you going to give it up? I'll, I'll send my salvation ministry. He's your Passover for the ways and things of the world. He will feed you with the bread of life. He'll quench your thirst with the living waters. You won't hunger or thirst after the ways and things of the world anymore. You don't put any value on them. You don't put any value on the deception because it it's not tempting to you. You have the Bible. You have this short little book, short thousand-page book. It's got all the answers in it. But no, people want to run to social media, run to the internet, run to the global news media, try and get their answers there. On and on and on, year after year, forever. Just deception. Well, not forever, but seemingly forever. And then, and then wars and rumors of wars, the political systems. You know, don't question God. This is all the evil in the world comes from the human heart. Whenever or wherever God's word is challenged, the devil is there. Where, whenever and wherever God's word is called into question, Satan is there. He'll answer. He'll answer for you. He'll give you all these things for you. Here you go. Four seals, four vials, four trumps. There you go. You can have all this stuff if it's tempting to you. It's going to cause you disappointment and bitter disillusionment. If you ever entertain doubts about God's word, the false prophet is there. He'll he'll give you the answers. You doubt God's word. Here's here's some answers. False prophet will tell you just about anything to keep you coming back for likes, for views, get part of their algorithms, to change your thought patterns, your beliefs. They'll make you feel like you know everything. They'll hook you up with other people that have a twisted sense of reality too. If, God were, if God's word makes you feel uneasy and causes you to express suspicion towards its validity, Evil spirits are there infested in your ego, feeding all of your uncertainties, anxieties, and fears. The first seal, the first trump, and the first vial, it's all about religion. Religion is destitute of the concept of the true worship of God. Remember, God knows exactly how much affliction each of us needs to humble for the eternity. Keep pursuing these things. Keep pursuing death. Because death drags hell behind him as it's written. Death is Satan. Keep pursuing it. And you're going to get caught in that dragnet. God gives us a way out. God's love. He gives us these warnings. Watch, all this stuff is going to go down. Because we give it power to happen. If all, of us, if all of us just all of a sudden shut off our computers and our phones to all the deception, to all the, the Facebook stuff, all those feeds, those news feeds that just 
next news feed, next news feed, next news feed. Shut off the most trusted name in news. Stop listening to the analysis and speculators and experts in their field. And listen to God. Don't give them any power. Then they would have nobody to talk to. No, but people listen to them and then they turn around and blame God. And the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates. And the water thereof was dried up that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. Now this is the kings of that army that we read about in uh, chapter 9. The army where the great river Euphrates. So when you translate within the Bible, you find that the great river Euphrates is the dividing line between God's children and Babylon. God's children and confusion. And now it's dried up. These kings can come over. That's the six vials, six seals, six trump. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. Comes out of the mouth of a frog. It's filthy dirty. Frogs are filthy dirty, but they go in leaps and bounds. It's filthy dirty message. Blasphemy against God. This is why Satan got his death sentence. Ezekiel chapter 28. He's the only one that's gotten a death sentence because he slandered God. He challenged God's sovereignty. He slandered God to all of us. He put ideals in our head that we can govern ourselves. Obviously, we can't. Look at planet Earth today. Obviously, we can't govern ourselves. There's no chance. All these things that happen, egotism, deception, money, the famines, the pestilence, the pandemic. Obviously, these things, we can't govern ourselves. But all these things come out of the unclean spirits like frogs, come out of the mouth of the dragon, just in leaps and bounds. Unclean spirits, opposite of the spirit of prophecy, the spirit of disillusionment. 14, for they are the spirits of devils working miracles. This word signs with an expected result, with a determined result. That's what are determined. Miracles doesn't belong here. Again, it should be signs. Working signs, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to battle of that great day of God Almighty. Yeah, you want to fight against God? You want to fight against the truth? Well, the sword of truth is laid down. Our Lord Jesus Christ is the light. He is the written word. The light is the truth, and the truth is the great separating force between right and wrong, good and evil, and heaven and hell. And that's all there is to it. When, when our Lord Jesus Christ puts that sword down, you can't fight against it. You can try. It'll be, look like a great battle, but God's in control. God's in control here. And it's no big deal. Going back to Revelation chapter 12 here, when, we, when it says, or um, verse 12 here, the six angels and the six angel portal is vile upon the great river Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up, that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. Uh, I have a note here that I wrote, and this is the same as Revelation 9 13, the sixth trump released. The four angels bound in the Euphrates, therefore read, in order that the foundation of power may be prepared to mobilize. And they mobilize in that great battle against God Almighty. And of course God's going to win, because the truth is a great separating force between right and wrong, good and evil, and heaven and hell. And that's all there is to it. Our Lord Jesus Christ stood up against deception. He stood up against greed and gluttony. He stood up against all the vanities of the world. All the sin was hyper-focused on our Lord Jesus Christ and none of it penetrated him. Only he was worthy. Only he could do that. And that wasn't some sideshow. He did it for us. 
He did it for us because when his blood was shed, he set up a kingdom of heaven that is valid, it is legit, and it will not accommodate evil. It will not accommodate the ways and things of the world. There will be no lawyers there trying to mess up God's word, trying to set things on precedent. God's word is a consistent standard. It's a principled reason resolved, written in the councils of eternity. That's our Lord. He loves us, and we have to understand that. But he says, I come as a thief in the night. Because blessed is he that watches and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. You wrap yourself in the vesture of Jesus Christ as it's written. Wrap him in the veil of Christ in the hedge of God and your righteous acts. That's your clothes in heaven. If you don't have those, then you don't have any garments on. You're just going to be walking around naked. And he gathered them together into a place in the Hebrew tongue called Armageddon. And when you translate this, it's Mount Megiddo, and it's right in the Jerusalem-Palestine area. And the seventh angel poured out his vial into the air. So here we are on the seventh trump now, seventh seal, seventh vial. And the 666, yeah, he gathers everybody at the end of the 666. But the 666 vial sealed in Trump is when Satan personifies himself in his purest form and he sits where he ought not as it's written in the book of Daniel, Matthew 13 or Matthew 24, Mark 13 it's, it's just Satan gets to personify in his purest form and that'll be a tough time for us but not really, it's a great time to watch I think this is the most exciting time to live in the history of humanity, to watch all this going down, it's bittersweet, there's no doubt about it, nobody likes seeing human suffering But all the evil in the world comes from the human heart, and it's all perpetuated by the satanic entity who personifies at 666. And now at the seventh angel, which is the seventh vial, seventh seal, seventh trump, this angel poured out his vial in the air. That means all-encompassing of life. That's what air means. And there came a great voice out of the throne of heaven from the throne saying, it is done. Finally, I wish it was like today, right now. It's done. Enough. I don't want to see any more human suffering. I don't want all the deception, wars and rumors of wars, the famine of the great economy and this pandemic. Because after famine always follows pestilence. It's pestilence of not hearing God's word being taught. Everybody has an opinion. Well, everybody's got something else behind them also. God's word should be your standard and your standard should set your opinion. It is done. And those are the last words that Christ said on the cross when he said, it is done. He finished Psalms 22. He said, it is done. I've set up this kingdom. It's valid. It's legit. And now it is done refers to wrapping up the affairs of time on this flesh age. Great. I've had it. Who wants to be in these flesh bodies anymore? 18. And there were voices and thunders and lightnings. And there was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth. So mighty an earthquake and so great that the great city was divided into three parts and the cities of the nations fell and great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away and the mountains were not found. And there fell upon men a great hail out of heaven, every stone about a weight of a talent. That's 180 pounds. And men blasphemed God because of the plague of hail for the plague thereof was exceedingly great. Okay, God's wrapping up the affairs of time on this age and he has to cleanse the earth and it's as it's written and Jesus Christ comes down his feet smash through the Mount of Olives and he creates a valley of Jehoshaphat which is there 
impartial and preliminary, but he's really going to create it because that's Valley of Jehoshaphat means judgment. He collects everybody there to be judged individually. Brings them all in with that sickle. Come on. Get over here. It's judgment time. You're all in your spiritual bodies. And it appears that we're going to get to see a lot of this stuff from our spiritual bodies. We're going to see this, the planet get cleansed. We're going to see the flesh bodies all just laying there. We're going to see these things have no value anymore, all the ways and things of the world. And he, he busts up another third three things, divided into three parts. Busts up a pathway up the valley of Himnon that goes to hell. And a pathway up the valley of Kidron, as it's written in the book of Joel and in the book of Zechariah. The great threads that allow this verse to come to life for understanding. Up the valley of Kidron, where he puts his millennium temple. And that's where we want to be part of the structural fabric of that millennium temple. And great, uh, the cities and nations fell. Babylon means confusion, and we're going to find out what Babylon really means in the next chapter. One of the greatest glossary chapters in the whole Bible, the next chapter. Babylon, great confusion came into remembrance. The confusion of the world. God says that's enough, enough of confusion. Zerubbabel, come out of confusion. Every island fled away. This is all the nations. The, 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 the people of the nations don't have sovereignty anymore. There's no sovereign kingdoms anymore. There's no Canada, United States. There's no. It doesn't matter anymore anyway. And then God fastballs this fury of hail. Uh, hail is always used in judgment in the Bible. And he's saying, watch this. Watch all your stuff. Watch. See that car there? 180-pound hail. People, people were going, oh, my goodness. There's, there's my car. It just got splatted. Your house, all the infrastructure, all the pollution on this planet. Let's throw a fastball into that nuclear waste den that mankind's created here. A pile of nuclear waste that's 10 miles from my house, only a couple hundred feet from Lake Huron, the biggest freshwater basin on planet Earth. Oh, you know, God has to clean it up. He loves this planet. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. He loves this planet and he loves his people. And in the next couple of chapters, we find out who he regards as his people and who he regards as not his people. And this is easy for us. This is very comforting. Isn't that just the greatest thing? There you have it. There's Revelation chapter 16. We have the vials. So now you know the vials, the seals, the trumps all run concurrent. We know that the vials, seals, and trumps are wide open right up to the fourth and entering the fifth and soon the sixth. My name is Mike. This is the Companion Chapel. Please email me at thecompanionchapel at gmail.com or come out for a Bible study or be part of this podcast or help make a video podcast out here at number 338 Side Road, 28 slash 29 Sogging Shores. That's Paisley, Ontario, Canada. The postal code here is N0G2G0. You can call your 509-706-8876. Come on by, help support this podcast, help support this Bible teaching media. Whatever you can do, share it, promote it, or at least follow it. I want to thank you very much for listening. Have yourself a great day and bye for now.